We repeat what we do not repair. Welcome to the Anxious Therapist Podcast. My name is Jacqueline and I am your host. I am a full-time mental health therapist, online anxiety coach, and founder of Team Therapeutic Fitness. I am here to bring you raw, real, relatable content to remind you we are never alone. And today's episode is no different. We are talking all things toxic relationships. Are you ready? Let's do this. started this episode by saying we repeat what we don't repair and when this comes to our friendships and our romantic relationships what I'm talking about is if you are someone who continues to attract toxic toxic relationships that you seem like you're being taken advantage of that people aren't respecting your boundaries that it's overall unhealthy and you can't figure out why that keeps happening It's because we repeat what we don't repair. At some point in your life, something happened and you had an unhealthy relationship that set the tone for all relationships. And because you haven't sat down and taken the time to heal from that and address that and point it out, all you can do is continue attracting those types of relationships. Let me give you an example. I have... Very few girlfriends that I have been friends with forever. Okay. I, in high school, had numerous friends that I would go back and forth on and be, oh, you're my best friend. And then, you know, I got to college and I went through at least four best friends that I thought they are going to stand up next to me in my wedding. They are, you know, know everything about me. They're my ride or die. And these, these girls who I thought, we're going to be in my life forever are not anymore. Something happened along the way that I, I, like, I'm telling you guys, these are the people who I would stay up late with and tell my life secrets to and talk about everything under the sun with that I sat and I remember sitting in those moments going, we are going to be best friends forever. Literally nothing could split us up. No time, no distance. It doesn't matter this is it. You are my person, right? And something happened along the way in every single one of those relationships. It was one person for freshman year. And then by sophomore year, she was no longer my best friend. And we weren't even talking. And then someone else stepped in in sophomore year. And by junior year, it was somebody else. And all through college, this continued happening. And I started to have this pity party of what am I doing wrong that I can't maintain a friendship? Why can't I be a best friend to somebody? Why can't I find my person, right? And it was so frustrating. You guys, I have very few amazing girlfriends because what I found when I did the healing was that those were surface level friendships. They were my party friends. They were there for me for to serve a purpose in that time. They were not the people I was looking to have in my life forever. 
they were people who didn't support my relationship with Derek. And that was a big red flag for me with them. They were people who I felt like I had to have a front on for. Like I had to show up a certain type of way to be around them. That if I were to just be my genuine authentic self, that wasn't good enough. I was still in the stage of people pleasing, so I felt like I had to do everything to keep this friendship alive and going, and it was a lot of pressure that I was putting on myself. But ultimately, the hardest part of moving on from an unhealthy or toxic relationship is the guilt. We start to put this guilt on ourselves, right? Like Just like I was saying, What am I doing wrong? Why can't I maintain these friendships? Was it something I did? Am I faulty in some way? Am I not worthy of love? Can I not have a deep-rooted connection? Am I never going to have good friends? Right, Those are the thoughts that start going through our minds. But I was just repeating what I hadn't repaired. I hadn't taken the time to go, look, Jacqueline, you're a low-maintenance friend, and these people need too much from you. You're an empath, and you feel everyone else's emotions so deeply, and you need people who are going to respect your boundaries. Whoa. When I took a step back and looked at it and went, who have I been best friends with forever? Taylor. She's my ride or die. She's been my best friend since seventh grade. And I looked at what makes our friendship work? Why has it lasted all of these years? She's been my best friend for 15 years. Because we are such low-maintenance friends. You guys, we went months in college without talking to each other. Because we understand that we're both living our own lives. We're on our own paths, chasing our own goals. But the second something happened, she was the one I went to. And vice versa, right? She's going to be the maid of honor in my wedding and I was the maid of honor in hers. And I look at all the things that made that work because we are so secure in our friendship and that was something that was always missing with my other friends. The, the women that I wanted to be my best friends and it wouldn't last because there was this imbalance that somebody else needed more from the relationship than I could give. I've had a lot of friends come and go, friends who wanted to text me every single day, update me about their life. You guys, there is one person who I talk to every single day, and that's Derek. And that's only because I live with him. (laughs) Honestly, that's the truth. I... Keep him informed of my life. He is my person. He's my go-to. Everybody else doesn't need to know every little detail. When something rough happens, we deal with it. And that's the kind of friend that I am. So I need you to take a look at, are things not working out because people are draining the fuck out of you? Because they're trying to update you with every single moment and they're texting you constantly and they're messaging you and all of this stuff and it's overwhelming? 
or vice versa. Do you need someone who's going to be there every single day checking in and talking with you? Either way is fine, but you have to analyze what feels best for you. Because again, it just comes down to setting boundaries. Taylor knows that it doesn't matter if we go 10 days or two months without talking to each other. We're both on this path. We both are secure enough in our friendship that we don't need to know every little detail. And that's fine. Okay? So you have to stop and go, where's this guilt coming from? I know ending relationships is difficult. And life is 110% about relationships. Doing this life alone would really suck. That would be really fucking lonely. And so we, we crave relationships. We crave connection. But not at the cost of it being exhausting and draining to you. Where you feel guilty. When, when someone's name pops up on your phone and you go, Oh fuck, I do not want to talk to you right now. That's a red flag. And this is on you. That's not the other person's fault. It's somewhere along the line. You didn't set the boundaries, right? Of, hey, I hear you're going through something right now, but I need some space. That's something that I've started to do with my girlfriends who I feel like are taking more from the relationship than they're giving or than I need or than I'm looking for. And is just because you need connection and you need time and you need to be connected with me doesn't mean I need that. And in order for me to protect my own energy, I have to say, hey, thanks for reaching out and let me know what's going on with you. I'm not in a place right now where I can give you feedback or have a conversation about this but I still love you and I'm here for you, you know, and saying those things, we get so afraid of, oh my gosh, what if they're not going to be my friend anymore? If I don't answer them right away or, you know, I don't care if you don't respond to my text for three fucking days, do you, right? It comes back to this idea that our worlds revolve around us. Okay. I sit here and I think about my life. I'm not thinking about yours and I don't expect you to be thinking about mine. We have to be able to protect our energy when it comes to these friendships and relationships if we want them to last. And then we have to take a look at healing the guilt that comes with ending unhealthy or toxic relationships. Why are you feeling guilty? Are you thinking that you're never going to have another friend ever again? Are you lonely? And if so, don't let that be the reason that you go back to a relationship or a friendship that is not serving you anymore because you're afraid to be alone. Because that's a whole n- another healing process, looking into your own security and power as an individual. Ultimately, you guys, letting go of unhealthy relationships is a grieving process. And you have to give yourself time space, and energy to do that. It is a loss in your life. And even if you know it's for the best, you still have to grieve that person. And that was something that I couldn't wrap my head around. 
was, oh God, I know that these girls in college were not good for me and I'm better off without them because I have to do what's best for me and protect my energy. But fuck, like we had good times and I miss them sometimes, right? It's okay. It's okay to feel both ways and to go, you know what? I'm sad that that ended, but I'm grateful for the time that we had together because we made a lot of great memories and I don't have to be upset at them. Like it doesn't have to be an unhealthy ending. It can be perfectly healthy if you take the time to grieve it appropriately, you know, be grateful for what was there and also have gratitude as you step forward and go, I am hopeful that they are going to find a person better suited for them and that I will too. Everybody deserves a best friend or a relationship that benefits you both equally. When it feels like you are bringing more to the table than someone else is, you have to kind of take a step back and look. Is this what I want it to be? Is this worth it? Or am I doing this out of guilt that I feel bad for this person and I have to show up and be there for them even though it's no longer serving me? That is a miserable way to live. And that's not what you're looking for. I know it's not. It feels toxic and unhealthy to you. Then it probably is. So take a look at what you need to repair from your past in those relationships so that you don't repeat them. Our lives are made up of relationships. It is so important that we take the time to make sure we are investing in healthy ones. I'm proud of you guys for being so introspective and constantly looking to better your lives in every sense of the word. I'm so proud of you and I can't wait to see you right back here so soon.